0: You're listening to the Cairo Success Podcast, where we reveal the secrets to a massively successful practice. Here's your host, Dr. Tori Robeson. Welcome to the first audio in the 20 to-dos for Cairo Super Success. Listen and learn, and any questions, of course, you feel free to contact us right away at WintersEdgeConsulting at gmail.com. Welcome, Dr. Tori Robeson here, Winner's Edge Consulting. I think you're going to find this audio program to be extremely interesting. I think you're going to find it's much different than any other audio CDs you probably ever listen to, and it's going to be very powerful for you. You're going to learn some things that are going to have a tremendous impact on your personal, professional, of course, your practice success, and we're really excited about that. Of course, we want to always start making sure that we are on purpose. Our purpose is to attract, educate, and help as many people from around the world as possible achieve a higher level of health with natural chiropractic care. Now, as we head into the 20 elements, the 20 to-do's, the 20 must-do's if you want to be a chiropractic super success, and that can be defined many different ways. You could define that as uh, collecting over a million dollars a year, averaging over 100 patients a day, collecting $100,000 per month, uh, becoming a millionaire, becoming a cash millionaire, becoming a multimillionaire, owning commercial real estate along with your chiropractic practice. There's many different ways to term success. Um, But we want to be in the top 1% of the profession and collecting a million dollars a year will certainly do that. Collecting $100,000 a month will put you in the top one-tenth of 1% of the entire profession. Remember, it's not always about money, because we have to remember, money is simply the result of service. So a lot of collections means that a chiropractor gave a lot of service. Let's always keep that in mind. And we certainly want to be serving our communities at the highest level possible. Now, along with our purpose, we have to make sure a couple uh, ground rules are placed, and that would be this. Our philosophy, our depth of belief in chiropractic and its incredible principles must be unwavering. That is assumed for anybody listening to this uh, CD set. Of course, we're in a state of thankfulness, and we are actually happy. We are happy human beings at the core of our being. We're actually happy. We are thankful, and we have a bedrock chiropractic philosophy that we stand on and of course helps guide our decisions day-to-day and of course guide us as we have influence with our patients now this particular CD we're going to be going through elements 1 through 10 these actually are in order of how we would want to implement them okay not necessarily the order of importance but the order by which I would recommend they be implemented into your life. Let's start out right away here. Number one, if you want to be a chiropractic super success, you absolutely must, number one, clean house, declutter, get rid of the dead weight you are hauling through your life in the form of the junk that has accumulated at work, and at home, and in the garage, and in your car, and anywhere, and on your computer, I might add. Step number one is you have to thoroughly, and I mean incredibly, go through and clean out all drawers, all cupboards, all rooms, all everything in your office, all closets in your house, all your clothes you don't need have got to go, everything in the drawers needs to go, anything in the garage you're not using needs to go. And I mean, if you haven't used it in a year, if you've got chunks of PVC pipe and you've got extra boards and you've got old things of oil and you've got this stuff, get rid of it. You've got to clean house. You got stuff in your car, your car's a mess, your truck's a mess, the trunk is full of stuff. You have to Clean out all of this stuff, and simplify your life, and lighten up. Like I mentioned, this also includes your computer and your cell phone. Get rid of all old emails, old files you don't need, clean things out. All of this stuff attracts itself to you and weighs you down. You must get light, get lean, become more agile. It really, really feels great. So let's start with that. Now, number two, to become a chiropractic super success, it is our strong recommendation that you improve your image. Your image meaning how you dress, how you smell, your hygiene. All right? And it can even be outside things, your business card, your letterhead, your stationery, and even possibly your website, of course, the image inside your office. You must clean up your image. And it starts with you. Get rid of all your old shoes, old socks, old underwear, old clothes. Get rid of it. Okay? The most successful chiropractors in the world look like the most successful chiropractors in the world. The fastest thing you can do if you want to become more successful is to look more successful in a professional way. All right? Get your image in order. Have some professional help here if you are not sure, because I will promise you, you are not as sharp looking as you think you are. Okay? So let's be honest with ourselves here and let's upgrade our image. Let's look sharp, sharp shoes, clothes sharp, fit nice, right colors. Okay, looking nice, elevating our image and I will promise you in a mysterious way this will elevate your business at the same time. Number three, you absolutely must know what your bests are. You have to have a little sheet. We simply call bests in the, and in the winner's edge system, of course, this is part of the system, the bests template. It's very simple. If you want to grow, you have to know what your bests are. Otherwise, how do you know what you even want to grow to or grow from? You have to know what your bests are. Your best visits per week, your best collections per week, your best visits per day, your best collections per day, your best collections per month. Whatever is important for you, you need a stat and a best for it. The most kids you've seen in the day, the most personal injury patients you've seen in the day, the most massages that have been done in the day, the most that's been collected from anything else that is important to you in your office, all right? You must know your bests. Every athlete in the world knows what their bests are and they're trying to break it if possible. Every chiropractor must know what their bests are and always be working toward a goal from that. You must know what your best are. You must know what your goal is. Those two points create the opportunity to grow. Number four, the super successful chiropractor has written down goals. One of my heroes, Jim Rohn, world's foremost leading business philosopher, passed away here recently, very sad. He was struggling, pennies in his pocket, no money in the bank. And he visited with a gentleman who he had uh, learned was fairly wealthy. And the man said to him, Mr. Roan, sounds like you're not doing so well. Let's take a look at your written-down goals and see if we can't get you back on the right track. He goes, I really don't, I don't have him, I don't have any with me. He goes, uh, the man says, well, why don't you go out to your car, go back home and grab him and bring them back and let's take a look. Mr. Rohn says, I don't have any written down goals. And his mentor, Mr. Schoff, said, well, Mr. Rohn, I can probably tell you within a hundred dollars what your bank account balance is, which he did. And Mr. Rohn said, you mean to tell me if I had written down goals that would change my bank account balance? And his mentor, Mr. Schoff, said, drastically. From then on, he had written down goals and became one of the most successful entrepreneurs and, of course, became a speaker and a mentor to many around the world. We must have written down goals. Of course, here at Winter's Edge, we have the orange card system that we engage at all of our seminars, and it is the foundation of our goals we make sure, certainly in our group, that everybody in the group has clearly written down goals. No way around it. Gotta have. It. Number five. The super successful chiropractor keeps very good stats. This doesn't require anything elaborate, it certainly doesn't require the computer. In fact, it is our recommendation that you never use stats in a computer. You have your stats handwritten. There's a special format and a formula we use for our stats system, for our monthly stats, as well as our yearly stats. And of course, the Winner's Edge system with stats is quite likely the best stat system in chiropractic today because of how it promotes growth. Your stats are not a way to just keep track of numbers. You can write those on a post-it note somewhere. You use your stat sheets to promote growth and focus your mind on where you are headed. An architect has a plan before the house is built. The chiropractor has all of their stats calculated and goals laid out at least two years in advance before those years start. And then, of course, they execute the plan to make those numbers come true. That's a topic that takes a little bit more discussion on another training, but simply know, we have to have excellent stats. Stats in a chiropractic practice are like the gauges in a race car. You have to know what you're doing and what's going on. Chiropractors say, and they tell me all the time, man, I I wanna grow, I want more. Well, you wanna grow from what? You don't even know what your numbers are, okay? Pro chiropractors keep excellent stats and amateur chiropractors have vague stats that are unclear. So if you want to be a chiropractic super success, you will keep excellent stats on, of course, the things that matter most in your practice. And uh, like I've mentioned already, here at Winter's Edge, our stat system does this just in a way that is absolutely incredible. Now, number six, the chiropractor, the team, and the clinic, the office itself, must have the hours correct. You must have your hours for the week set up properly. You must define time. We have the year. We want to make sure we address that, which I will in a minute. We have, of course, the month, we have the week, we have the day, we have the hours of the day, we have the minutes of the day, and we have what you are doing on a moment-by-moment basis. The real pro-chiropractor is conscious of time and defines time accurately. The doctor must have his or her schedule perfect. Of course, the CA's schedule must revolve around that perfectly and in a way that doesn't burn people out over time. And of course, when the clinic is actually open, that schedule must be perfect. We must define time, and then we can define what happens in that time. And certainly we wanna make sure the clinic hours, the doctor hours, and the CA hours all make sense, all work out properly, all take great care of patients, all allow the CAs especially to have a schedule that they can enjoy year after year, and of course, by doing this, it makes everything run smoother in the office when everybody knows when they are supposed to be where and what they are supposed to be doing at that time. This is critical. Every high-level business, even a fast food chain, has got their open and closed hours precise and the hours by which managers and people are there, is precise. And of course, the hours for employee, employees is as precise as they can make it. Very, very important here. We've got to get the hours right. As you might suspect, of course, here at Winter's Edge, we have all of this defined already, our recommended schedule. And of course, this schedule changes as the person's skill level and competency and ability to compress quality changes The busier a chiropractor gets, the fewer hours they work. That's a topic for another time, but just understand that is the way to do it. Now, moving into number seven here. As you've heard me mention here, it's very important that we define time. And we want to start out, and of course we can define our entire career, and what we want to do over the course of our career, our future exit strategy, possibilities. But let's break it back down to a year. The pro-chiropractor, the chiropractic super success who's able to be successful year after year, not just get out, rent a space in a strip mall, build a high-volume practice for a couple years and then blow apart. We're talking about reaching a high level, practically all referral, year after year after year. Okay? Okay? We do that by making sure that our yearly calendar is defined. In other words, we look a year, two, three in advance. We block off all the holidays, all the key birthdays, all the key seminar days, all right, and all the important dates that occur in our lives. And by doing that, The year is prepared. We know which days we're not going to be at work, which days are going to be half days. We know exactly what is going on way in advance. We're not sitting there on a Tuesday going, oh oh yeah, Easter is on Sunday. Okay, or we're not going, oh, when's the 4th of July again? It's next Thursday. Oh, okay, let's take Friday. You know what I mean? No, the pro-chiropractor knows, all right, that Christmas in 2012 is on a Tuesday. Okay, for example, way, way, way ahead of time. So we want to make sure we use the year calendar and we block off everything way in advance so we are prepared way ahead of time for what is approaching on the timeline of life. The year calendar, we call it, it's a drill we do um, consistently here, of course, in the training and the consulting that I do, the year calendar. Critically important. Notice once again, once you define the year We have our stat sheets prepared uh, with goals for the year, with goals for the month, with goals for the week, and of course, ultimately, it allows us to have goals for the day. So we're able to define time and space, and that naturally allows us to grow to a higher level because our efficiency and our precision is so much greater. The wing it method is just not the way higher level business is done. And if you want to be in the top 1% in the chiropractic world, there is a level of simplification and a level of precision that cannot be avoided. It absolutely has to be in place. Otherwise, you will never, ever reach that level. And I might make another note on this. To collect $20,000 a month is one thing. To collect $40,000 a month is much more difficult. And I will tell you to collect $80,000 a month with consistency is much more difficult. To collect 80,000 a month is not twice as hard as 40,000 a month. It's more like 10 times as hard to get there. Because the road gets steeper, the wind blows harder, the speed bumps get more rough, the faster you go. It is simply a law of friction in life. The faster you row, the more resistance you have to overcome. Okay, you know, cars can go 100 miles an hour, but to make a car go 180 miles an hour, everything is different on that car. And so a practice that collects 40,000 a month, there is nothing there that will work if you want to collect $80,000 a month. It's a very important point to understand here. It's not about doubling your collections. It's about quadrupling in improvement, everything that you're doing to be able to grow. Incredibly simplified, incredibly refined, incredibly smooth, no clutter anywhere. Very, very simple systems in place. Very, very well defined goals. Very, very well defined time. Very, very sharp. You get the idea. So important that we understand that concept. Now, number eight. To become a chiropractic super-success, we must commit and allocate time for seminars and training ongoing. The pro-chiropractor is always learning, is always growing, is always receptive to new ideas, and is always putting himself or herself in situations where they also can teach and inspire other chiropractors who have yet to reach their level. We have to realize that for you to grow, you're going to have to help some other people grow. This is simply a law. You can have anything you want in life if you help enough other people get what they want. Many chiropractors want to become successful and then kind of contract their life and crawl into a hole and do their own little thing, but really, You've got to be helping other people become successful, and being part of an excellent group that allows you to do that, while at the same time allows you to continue to grow from your own learning and edification is absolutely tremendous. So the pro-chiropractor blocks off the key seminar dates for every year, the key trainings for the year, and gets it done. You know, most coaching organizations, like say ours for example, we have five main seminars a year. Five Days out of 365 in a year. And there will be people out there that can't make at least three or four of those during the course of the year. It's unbelievable. And by the way, they are the ones that don't grow as much as the ones that commit to all the trainings. Sure, we understand there can be weddings and other uh, family um, situations and things that can make it so a seminar can't be attended. But you get the point here. School is never out for the pro. So important to know that. By the way, of course, most of these trainings are tax deductible. They come off on your taxes anyway. And of course, what you learn and gain is tremendous. You can't learn from the seminar you didn't attend. We want to make sure you don't miss out on any potential learning and growth that can occur from just one little thing you might hear or see or become aware of at a seminar or a training. Fantastic. Now, number nine. The super successful chiropractor in their office has all of their forms well defined. This might be something you haven't heard much before, but realize this. The forms in your office in large part direct what happens in your office. The forms are kind of the backbone of the activity in your office. Let's look at it this way. For a new patient, exactly what forms are used in your system? For note-taking, for re-exams, what about your ouch form, which many states require? What about, of course, anything that might be required for special cases? Personal injury cases, work injury cases, Medicare Work excuse slips. All the forms that run a chiropractic office should be a unified system and set. As you can imagine, you're gonna hear me say this many times, we have a complete forms set that goes with the system, that matches the schedule, that matches all of these things. So there is one refined system that has been proven month after month and year after year to be very, very good your forms have got to be in order. Now, as we become more electronic, some of this won't be required as much, at least in paper form, but conceptually, they still must be in order. The forms direct much of the flow of the office. All of the forms must be in order. My point here is this. If you are using crooked, nasty Xerox copies of stuff that you got from somewhere way back when, please stop that. Have a nice complete, uniform form system in your office. It'll really put your mind at ease. You'll be very proud of it. You'll be very happy with it. And it'll make a big difference, of course, in your documentation, which is always important, and in the smoothness that your system runs. Forms. Now, number 10. Key element here. The layout of your office is critical. The layout of your office is absolutely critical. What occurs in what spaces in your office? This must be down to a science. Okay? All high-level businesses have almost every square foot defined for what's going to be happening there, and it is... And it is to occur in the most efficient way possible. Your reception area, any sort of therapy area, your adjusting area, the CA command center, the doctor command center, every CA and every person who occupies that office needs to have a place where they reside. A desk, so to speak. A place to put their stuff. Where do they operate out of? Otherwise, they will be all over each other and it'll be a mess. In designing an office, it is designed with where everybody will be positioned in mind at the highest level that the clinic can operate. Alright? Otherwise, everybody hangs out behind the front desk. It is an absolute chaotic mess. Okay? The layout that allows the flow of patients in the office. I have some very specific layout uh, recommendations. My history in architecture, I went to, actually went to college to become an architect. And I ended up meeting a girl whose dad was a chiropractor. And uh, he worked on my back on a futon couch in her apartment in Bozeman, Montana, right? Montana State University. I ended up getting out of that program. I actually graduated in business with a minor in uh, the sciences to get me into chiropractic college. So I have this architecture history. My degree is in business. Another reason why, uh, you know, Winter's Edge is considered to be one of the premier business and practice building groups within the chiropractic profession because of my history with business. But more importantly here in the chiropractic realm is the layout of the office is key and we wanna make sure that that layout is done properly that allows for wonderful flow, a very comfortable environment for doctor and team day after day, week after week, year after year. Because chiropractic is a marathon. We wanna make sure that the office layout is beautiful. I will simply make one general comment here. From where the CA station is, they should be able to see every door in the office. The x-ray door, treatment room doors, therapy doors. In the perfect office, the CA can see every door. How does that compare with your office? That's just one of many, many examples of floor plan concepts they make a huge difference. If your floor plan in your office is bad, then the flow will be bad of people in your office. It will affect your volume, it will affect your efficiency, it will affect your fun. So a lot can be said on that. Any particular questions about that, I handle those things individually with clients as you can imagine. We want to make sure your office layout is done beautifully. Of course I love laying out and designing the offices from scratch. That way we can get it perfect the first time and build an office the doctor can be very proud of that will last a long time and will make the practice even more valuable. Remember now, when you have a chiropractic practice, chiropractic practice is a very, very valuable thing. It's like it's like your kid. Okay, You take care of it, and it will grow up to take care of you. And so that layout, everything you have in it, of course the patients, your systems, your processes, that is a very, very valuable thing that you have. A lot of people don't realize really how much value a practice has, not only for income generation but of course in the future it is one of the key things you have to prepare for your retirement time and we want to make sure we build its value and one key thing that underscores that is having a great design and a great floor plan that will stand the test of time because there's nothing more expensive than moving from one office to another when you should have just been in the right place with the right layout the first time whenever possible. All right. Now those are 10 elements here. I'm going to review them again very quickly here. We've got to declutter and clean house, home, office, car, and computer. We've got to get our image in order. We've got to sharpen up, get rid of those old shoes, socks, nasty clothes you don't wear anymore. Keep yourself looking nice. Never leave the house looking shoddy. Certainly in your office, always look nice, which primarily means your shoes have to be nice and brand new if not very close to new looking and of course your clothes must fit and be clean and be of the right style that not only allows for power and comfort but also fits your personality and makes you look the best because people buy with their eyes. We want to make sure that we know what our bests are and we have those written down and are able to be reviewed and looked at consistently so we can see those numbers grow. We have our goals clearly down for at least two years in advance. The yearly numbers for next year, the yearly numbers for this year, broken down into the monthly numbers, broken down into the weekly numbers. So every single week, you know what you are shooting for. So you have to have your subconscious mind be locked onto something. Your subconscious mind will seek and go after whatever you plant in it. It doesn't care what you plant. It simply returns what you plant. The subconscious mind can be likened to soil. You can plant corn, or you can plant nightshade, which is a deadly poison. It doesn't care what you plant. It simply returns what you plant. And we must use our subconscious mind, and we do that by planting the numbers that we want with enough time to allow our subconscious mind to go to work, to create the timeline of events that will allow these things to occur. Please understand this. You've got to plant in your mind now the numbers you want to have in two years because it will take that long to orchestrate and move things into place for that to happen. If you would like to collect a million dollars in a year in a chiropractic office, and I'm talking about one chiropractor and two CAs in a small office under 1,400 square feet collecting a million dollars a year. Okay, I'm not talking about three chiropractors in 2,800 square feet or 5,000 square feet. I'm talking about one DC, two, maybe two and a half other people, CAs, collecting a million a year plus. Okay, If that is something that is of interest to you, For that to happen, you have to plan and you have to plant that goal years in advance. I planted that goal in my mind by writing it down on paper. I'm a million dollar a year chiropractor, I'm a million dollar a year chiropractor. I give millions of dollars worth of service and as a result I'm able to collect a million dollars a year. I wrote that on napkins in restaurants several hundred times and it actually took about four to five years before it actually happened. Because it takes time to do these things, you see? You know, it takes time. So you've got to plant these goals way in advance. You need to know how much you want to collect two years from now and certainly three or four years from now. I want you to expand your vision out there and know what you want to collect this year, next year. What about the year after that? How much do you want to be collecting in five years? In how many hours per week with how many team members See, if you don't already know that, it won't just happen. This is where it takes this design element. See, in architecture, you know you have to have a design before you build the house. If you just went out on a hillside and started to build a house and built a big mess, everybody would come by and laugh. Well, that's what I'm doing with most chiropractors' practices because they've done no design, no planning, no preparation. They just start throw some forms in there, hash together some systems, make up their own report of findings, take this from that place, that from the other place, and make a big mess that they want to call their own and do it their way, which doesn't work very well, instead of doing it a way that's been proven to work beautifully. So I want you to do a little self-analysis here on that. Where do you really stand with that? Then, of course, we've got um, stat sheets. Our hours are right. Our year calendar is in place. We've got our time blocked off, of course, for our seminars, upcoming training. They're a priority. We've got our forms and all those systems in our office are in order. And, of course, we worked hard to get our layout in our office set up properly that allows for efficiency and growth and everything to be done uh, in a manner that um, makes it so it's fun to be there. We want the CAs to like being there. I like being in my office. I don't want to leave. I love that place, okay? I like being there and people know it and I think that's why they like to be there too. So there's the first 10. I'll simply read them in bullet form now without doing any more explaining. I try to list them out and I end up expanding on them. Let me just list them very slowly here so you can just follow along And think about yourself as I list these very slowly. Number one, declutter and clean out everything. Number two, improve your image, what you're wearing, how you smell, how you look, your presentation to the world. Number three, your bests, clearly written down, readily visible. Number four, clearly written down goals. Of course, in our system, these we actually carry with us everywhere we go. Number five, an excellent stat system in place in the office. Number six, having the clinic hours right, the doctor's hours right, and the CA's hours right, all working together. Number seven, having several years' calendars with all key important dates already marked off, already knowing what days you're going to be off, way, way, way in advance. Number eight, making the mental commitment to seminars and ongoing training. Number nine, all forms Clean, sharp, working smoothly as one system in the office. And number 10, having a wonderful office layout. Making your current layout work, starting with a new layout that's good. Nice colors on the walls, super, super clean, super, super organized. When people walk in, they should instantly feel comfortable and like being there. There's the first 10. I really look forward to seeing you on CD number two. We're going to do 10 more, many of which I'm sure are things you may have never heard before. But I want you to really think about these carefully and think about the value of each one of them and how each one can benefit you now and in the future. And that is certainly our our goal here in any training we have, any audio, any video, any seminar, any training, The goal is to cause and spark change and change that moves you in the direction of your dreams. I'll see you on CD number two. Thanks for tuning in to the Cairo Success Podcast. To learn more about how you can create the dream practice and life today, visit us online at winnersedgeconsulting.com. Thanks again, and we'll catch you in the next episode.